Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, we are talking to a pretty special person now, one of my favourite rugby players of all time, which surprises people when I say that, but what a servant she has been to the game. She's bringing up 100 games for the Manawatu Cyclones this weekend. We're joined, of course, by Salika Shorty, Winiata. Salika, welcome in. Thanks, Steph, for having me. Um, gosh, a big game for you. Um, you sort of had a precursor to it, I think, in a way. You, you're on a bit of a farewell tour for rugby this year. You played for Kiatai for the last time in club, and, of course, you won the won the title. I think you've won about 14 or 15 club titles for Kiatai. It started a long time ago for you, Salika, 14 years old when you first played for Kiatai. Yeah, look, it, um, it has been a, a long journey, Uh yeah, I've been out to debut for uh, Kiatoa when I was 14 and also the Manawatu Cyclones team when I was 14, something that would be unheard of now given the rules and regulations. But look, I've really enjoyed um, the journey. It's had its ups and downs and, you know, I would never have thought that I would uh, ever be bringing out 100 games. So uh, it's something special, but I guess for me, not something I'm too worried about. I just want to get out there and, and play the game I love and get another win under our belt. The big thing for me about you, Salikia, uh, is resilience. Like, you've made teams, you've missed teams, you've won world titles, but you've always returned to your roots of Kiatoa and Manawatu. How important is that base for you? Yeah, look, I think when I uh, first started in the women's scene, uh, I always looked up to Farah Palmer, and, you know, Manawatu has never really been known to be one of those top standout teams. Uh, and to see a woman of her calibre, um, not just on the rugby field, but, you know, her study and, and so forth. Um, and for her to continue coming back to Manawatu, I always thought, well, if she can uh, make the Black Ferns uh, playing for Manawatu, then so can I. I shouldn't have to move. And it's... Um, it's something that I've tried to um, inspire, you know, younger girls that are now having more opportunities because there's better pathways and stepping stones uh, in the women's game uh, is that you don't need to move uh, to make uh, the top teams. Uh, and it's important that we continue to bleed through and inspire girls to stay within our region. Uh, that's the only way it will become a strong team. And I think that's what we're starting to show uh, and I mean, look, I, I love Kiatoa, uh, my club team. I'd never go and play for anyone else. And, and same for, uh, you know, the union, uh, the provincial union. Manawatu is where I started and, you know, that's where I'm going to finish. So, yeah, look, I'm proud uh, to, to put on the, the green and white hoops. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's good that I can finish here. You, you, you've played, you know, nearly, well, it's 20 years plus, how how different are the young girls coming into rugby now to, compared to a young Salika? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot more support um, for younger girls coming into the game now around, 
education on nutrition, hydration, uh, having a trainer around your strength and conditioning. Uh, yeah, you've got all the, the elements that make up you know, a, a rugby athlete, but that's not just on the field, that's off the field as well. You know, it's important that they um, have a personal development um, person there to help um, guide them that rugby's not everything and that you've got to have some other kind of career that you can fall back on. And so, you know, I mean, we didn't have any of that when I first started, um, but to see the women's game evolve like it has, it just means that we're going to have, you know, fitter, stronger, faster, uh, more skillful uh, women rugby players, which then leads to exciting rugby. So, um, you know, it's definitely changed. You know, you've got under 15s, under 18s, uh, provincial levels now. Um, you know, you've got representative higher than that um, with age group. And, you know, again, we didn't have any of that when I first started. And it's important to have those stepping stones so that you're not just going from being in high school, first 15 team to a women's team, uh, provincial, and then a big step up to Blackburn. So we've come a long way and it's exciting. Yeah, you've been a real trailblazer. Like, if I look at the the, the accolades, uh, pages and pages, but you won the Sevens World Cup uh, back in 2013, 10 years ago, the Rugby World Cup 2014-17. You were the Player of the Year in 2016. You were part of uh, Super Rugby when that first started with the POA. Um, Manawatu Cyclones, you're the captain, you're the goal kicker, you're a try scorer. <laughs> Jeez, you're going to leave a hole, Shorty. <laughs> Well, it won't be a very big one because I'm not a big person. <laughs> um, but look, I mean, you know, I want to be able to finish on my terms and I would like to be known, um, you know, for doing positive things within the women's game and especially in our region. And I think, you know, this year is fitting for me to be able to do that. So the job's not done yet. Uh, you know, we've got one more game against Otago before we get into the business end of the deal with semi-finals. So, um got a long way to go but I'm just really enjoying it it's great to see we've got new girls within our team and you know if I've been able to inspire you know one person uh, to, to play the game of rugby then you know I think I've done my job and I love the game and love the, the relationships that you build not within just your own team but you know the teams that you get to play and it's it's been an awesome journey. And you're not one to shy away from testing yourself either. Like, if people don't know, you're, you're, you're full-time in the police force. You're, you're raising two fine young boys. Um, and in 2019, you, you picked up the whistle and started refereeing, and you went to the Olympics and refereed at the Olympics. I, I reckon you survive on one hour sleep. Your schedule is just so full. So while the playing boots are being parked at the end of the season, what about the whistle? Yeah, look, um. I'd love to go back to doing some kind of riffing. Uh, what that looks like, I'm not too sure. Uh, but, you know, there's also uh, things that I want to do within my policing role um, that I haven't been able to do, um, given I've been away so much with rugby. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's things I need to tick off or want to tick off within the police and, you know, being able to give up rugby uh, and put my time and effort into something else where it brings new challenges. Um, I mean, I love I love the challenge. I love the pressure to try and perform, and um, I think now is the right time to be able to do that. So uh, it's, it's a matter of being able to juggle and balance, but that's something that I've 
managed to do for the last 22 years with rugby. Um, <laughs> so I don't see it being too, too different. Yeah, so like weekends are going to be yours again and training nights are going to be yours again. I, I guess you could take up knitting or something, silly. What, what, <laughs> what are you going to fill your time with? All these holes that you've never had to fill before. Oh, like I say, I mean, I still give back uh, to our community uh, with, you know, going to age group rugby trainings or reffing their games. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be completely out of the rugby scene, but it will just be in a different capacity as well as, you know, probably getting uh, extra work elements, which will take up more of my time. So I, I don't know that I'm going to be uh, free um, every night, but looking forward to different challenges that come my way. So not lost to rugby, as you say. Like if Salika Winiata turns up at a rugby tournament the, anywhere in New Zealand, really, you speak, they listen. Is coaching something in the future that you'd like to have a look at? Yeah, look, um, you know, that's something that I've, I've actually started to do my uh, coaching levels. Um, and we all know that, you know, you might be a great player, but you don't then don't go on to be a great coach or or ref. But I I want to give that a go. Um, how that looks, I'm not too sure. Uh, I've got to get my head around. Yeah, being a coach rather than a player. Um, but I know that there's a lot of support out there. And if that's something that I want to do, um, you know, I'll be asking questions and try and be guided by those um, that do it well. Um, but yeah, I'd love to coach uh, in the future. If I'm good enough, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're good enough. I think you're good. Enough. You've certainly got the miles on the, on the track. And last thing, your longevity in the game, like as you as you alluded to, you're not the hugest human. I bet every Christmas when you opened a present, you're hoping someone was going to give you another ten kilos and maybe another <laughs> ten centimeters. What what do you put down to your longevity in the game? Yeah, look, I think it's um, you know for me it, it hasn't been easy. You know, early on, I was told I shouldn't be playing the sport. I'm too little. Um, I'll never make it. And so I guess my mindset has always been, um, you know, people can, can knock me down, but I'm going to get back up and I'm going to stay in the fight and prove that I'm worthy and good enough um, to be there. And that's the mentality, you know, I've had throughout my whole rugby career. And you do go through ups and downs, um, but I try not to, to dwell on the downs and look at the look at solutions and you know focus on the positives that I bring and you know what is my skill set what is it that I have that that others may may not um, and yeah I think just having the courage uh, to continue and no matter no matter how great that pressure is I think that's probably something I thrive on so um, you know I've. I've gone through hurdles or over hurdles. I've overcome a lot. Um, and, you know, I guess my performance speaks for itself out on the pitch. You're not always going to have a perfect game. Um, but you're right. I think people underestimate size. Um, and what I don't have, you know, you make up for it in the heart. And when you get on the field and, and you do what you do, uh, you know, people look at that and then it kind of answers their questions. Um, so for me, you know, I, I encourage no matter how big or small you are, if you have that right mindset and you have the courage and know that you are capable of being able to deliver, then no one can tell you otherwise. Um, and I, I guess, you know, I've been able to do that time and time again. 
Well, you've been an incredible participant, but more importantly, a contributor both nationally and for me, almost more importantly, locally to your club and to your province. And oh, I'm, I'm just so stoked. I'll be standing up and applauding when you take the field against Otago for your 100th cap for Manawatu. There's very few women players who have played 100 provincial games because your calendar isn't as big as the men's. Um, they seem to come along quite often. And um, man, soak it up. Go out and play well and enjoy, and it's awesome that you're still enjoying it. I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for Manawatu and New Zealand Rugby, Shorty. Um, Thanks heaps for chatting, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate the, the support, especially from the green and white. So thank you.